everyone and welcome to another yoga misfit sessions my name is danny and i'm Susanna. wait what are you doing here well every once in a while you like to have me on um just to sort of rile you up a little bit okay well i guess then we are your hosts woo Susanna, it's so good to have you uh, back on the show. I think we actually started the show the same way. But anyway, I was really glad to have you back on this episode because we randomly jumped into a conversation that we weren't sure we were going to have. Totally. And I'm really glad we're having it because it's a conversation that's super necessary and um, hopefully a conversation that keeps going in a more public forum rather than just between yoga teachers and in yoga studios. We do talk about um, an article that came out in the New York Times, and I highly recommend everyone uh, check it out. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes below. Um, and yeah, just before we get the show started. Oh, yeah, I guess we should tell everyone the show is about touch um, specifically and how touch culture. Oh, living in the city. Loud noises, um, how touch culture in yoga has for some people taken a, a turn for the worst, but yeah, so we tried to kind of just visit the uh, the topic and the conversation. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we do get the show started, um, I wanted to tell everyone that we are still in the process of getting the show to sustain itself. So you can donate on uh, the link below uh, with our donor box. It's 100% donation goes straight to the show. It helps us run the show. It helps us get the show edited. It helps it uh, not only get produced, uh, but also um, get to, like into all the places that it's at. So you can uh, use the link below and make a donation. You can do one time or recurring. Yeah. And make sure to donate you guys so that he can keep doing this. Yeah. So you guys get all this awesome content. And if you don't want to do that, you can also head over to iTunes or you could just do both. Head over to iTunes and leave a uh, review there because that helps move the show up the ranks. Um, You can give us a little love. Um, And last but not least, I'd like to give a big shout out to our friends over at SF Yoga Magazine. who are so kind and are always promoting us and giving us the love that we need. Thank you. Without further ado, here goes the show. Susanna Friedman. Hi, Danny. Oh my God. Hi. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen you in person. I haven't seen you in person in a while, but I do enjoy how um, positive our text relationship is. It's it is pretty solid. Yeah, We're, we have a we have a really interesting yoga marriage going on. It's very it's a marriage by distance, mm, mm-hmm. but I feel like we're both being served in ways we need to. We give each other a lot of space, <laughs> um, you know, so that we can grow and learn, yeah. and you know, and then we just you know, when the cosmos pulls us back together, they do. Absolutely, it's like Ramdas says. You know, the best thing that you can do for me is work on you, and the best thing that I can do for you is work on me. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> that I was going to actually say that first, but um, you we're know, you, so linked. It, we're yeah, I was saying you actually just took the words right out of my mouth because we're so in sync. I know it's crazy. We it's like we finished each other's um, sentences. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god, we just did it again. Oh my god. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, Susanna, I'm happy to have you on the show again. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I love the show. It's pretty fun, huh? It's exciting. It is fun and it is exciting. You've good- Do you know I'm almost at 100 episodes? That's crazy because I feel like 
Wasn't I on the first episode or you, what? you weren't on the first episode. You were the, fo- the first episode. I was the first episode. Number one. Yeah. That's how I like to be. I should have had you at a hundred. Actually, you know what? Let's bring you back for a hundred. This is like 97, but we can have you back in three episodes. I would love that. And we can, you know, hear what the people want and then serve that. Or just continue continue to do this garbage that we do. Yeah, or just continue this trash fire, this awful <laughs> trash fire for everybody. <laughs> Have you seen the the little Jeff or whatever they're whatever they're called? But it's the little dog, and he's sitting in the house, and it's on fire, and he's drinking coffee, and it says, "This is fine." <laughs> no, but I've definitely gone through those periods of my life. It's pretty hilarious. Like the entire house is on fire and he's sitting at the the kitchen table while everything's on fire and he's smiling, drinking a cup of coffee and it says, this is fine. (laughs) I mean, I've been that dog. (laughs) We start crying. (laughs) Is it GIF or GIF? It's it's, uh, GIF. No, it's GIF. GIF, like the peanut butter. Is it? Yeah, there was this whole like article that came out about it where there, at some point you guys were going to get to the show, I'm sure. But until then, um, it's there was this article that came out that the creator of it actually said that it was pronounced like the peanut butter Jeff. Oh, interesting. I mean, so that's you- like phonetically spelled, but for some reason I always want to say GIF. I mean, whatever. I also call internet memes internet memes just to piss people off. That's hilarious, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's Makes good. me giggle. Yeah. Makes- so, you know. That's all you need, really. Who cares if other people laugh? This is this is true. I entertain myself. That's really all that matters. And me, and I'm pretty sure that no one listening is laughing. If people are still listening, I'm like very impressed. I wonder if there's a way to tell like when people drop off. I'm sure you could figure that out. I don't even want to. It's not yeah. worth it. <laughs> don't don't invest just, your time in that. I'm just gonna continue lying to myself. <laughs> Everyone listens to the whole thing all the time. Start to finish. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. Shall we? Yeah. Oh, my God. By the way, if anyone has not read the New York Times article that just came out um, about touch and yoga, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that kind of is a great way to segue into like this whole like guru mentality. The guru is We can talk about that for a, a second if you want. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to give a summary of like what it was? Well, the article was just talking about how in this Me Too movement, like the it hasn't really touched the yoga world yet. Um, mm-hmm. And it has to a certain extent. I mean, the, the biggest, um, the most recent sort of biggest uh, iteration of that is like people coming out um, and saying that Patabi Joyce, the founder of Mysore, of Ashtanga, um, did a lot of inappropriate assist and touch people really inappropriately, which is pretty ground shaking because Ashtanga is such a foundational practice and it's the foundation of vinyasa. And like, you know, I have a lot of friends who are hardcore Ashtangis. I have a lot of friends who run their own Mysore programs and it's been a real shakeup to the community. What I can't believe and like, and I guess I'm playing a part of this right now, um, and I'm, I don't know whether I'm doing a smart thing or like if I feel a little shame around it, but, um, is that like, there are specific teachers in the Bay area who everyone knows mm-hmm. t- 
touches people inappropriately and have been fired from so many studios, but they still are teaching at certain studios. How do they have jobs still? I, I think it's because, you know, we're not naming them in a public way. And I just don't, I don't know if I want to be that person, to be honest. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like also like, I don't really want to be sued for defamation, but um, I, yeah, I think it's like, if someone is braver than me, Hmm. and wants to say it, you know, maybe I'll be brave next episode. I don't know. But like, there is this like cone of silence around it. And it makes me really sad because, you know, I obviously am not in the same position. I don't think, I think it's like much more, men are much more under the microscope, male teachers than female teachers. So I have just continued to touch people really inappropriately because I don't think that people are going to mind. That's a joke, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But um, bum. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I think people are more willing to get physical assists from female teachers. Um, And, and, and it just makes me sad that um, good male teachers are, aren't doing them anymore because there's this fear around it. But it also makes me sad that like, the fear grows because no one talks about it and the people who are actually doing it aren't being brought into the light. I just think like, I, I like I, there's something coming out on Hulu too, and it's going to be on, um, uh, Oh my God, what's the other, uh, FX, uh, which is like a TV station or whatever. Um, but so- someone had, you know, just kind of like brought it to my attention uh, today. And I actually believe it or not today was teaching, assisting, um, for teacher training mm-hmm. and, uh, it came up in conversation cause it was posted in, in, in the group and people wanted to have this dialogue with me about touch and da, 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 and, and, you know, first let's like the, the one thing that I always really, and one of my teachers really changed this for me, you know, versus trying to teach all this biomechanics and I do that and whatever, that's cool. But it's like, you got to see the human for the human. Totally. And, and, you know, the study of Tantrika is one plus one equals three, you know, so it's the experience, the experience and the influence is going to change that. And I'll also say all my yoga and everything to the side, boys, keep your fucking hands to yourselves. Like, just what are you doing? You know, you're, you're, it annoys and irritates the shit out of me because people are scared to come to the thing that I'm so passionate about that I love that should be a safe place. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, it's disgusting. It's really, really, really sad and it bums me out, you know, and, and I don't ever, and you, I mean, Susanna, you've taken my class, you, yeah. you come to my class and I, I'm going to, I have my hands all over a lot of bodies, you know, in, 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 in a, in a way that's for me, it's communicating part of the lesson. It's yeah. communicating, having the experience of, of being human. And it's not even that I'm like half the time, I'm not even correcting, you know, whatever the F that means. It's just supporting people, letting yeah. them know that I am there and that they are there and they are strong and, and they've got this and, you know, whatever it is, you know, it just, I just hope that I can continue to, I'm going to make this about me. Cool. I hope that I can continue to facilitate in a way that creates not only a language around the shit that goes down, but also to get people to think, to get people to think and really, 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 you know, 
the the conversation that we had when we talked today in teacher training, everyone was like, you know, like what we've learned so far is Danny's like check, like be aware of ourselves. I'm like, that's it. That's all you need to do. If you're in alignment, you know, with yourself, if you're true, like, and and that's like like radical honesty, right? Like you're being 100% legit. You've you've done all the check in. You've done everything. Like then you're you're. I feel like that's good. You know, like that's a really really solid place to be coming from. But you have to really be down with that. You have to really want to do that work and dig in and make sure that that's a place to be. Even when I have a bad day, you know, and I'm in a bad mood, I don't necessarily touch people because I know I'm not going to be there. Oh, for you know? sure. I just want to, con- I want to, I want to continue to create a safe space for everyone to come into my class and feel like, you know, that they can be, you know, supported. Um, and I also want to continue to produce really fucking awesome teachers that, you know, know how to respect people and know how to respect the experience and know that, you know, it's not just the physical part, that's a part of it, but there's also a huge subtle body part that needs to be respected as well. And I am not here for all this bullshit anymore. I'm so over it. Yeah. I think it's just, Oof, I just got up on a soapbox. You really <laughs> did. You really went for it there. I, you should see me snapping my fingers. I'm doing the head weave from side to side. <laughs> wow. You really yeah. went somewhere with it. I um, sure did. Yeah. I mean, I think as a yoga, you know, like the article points out, we don't have a governing body. Um, that's sort of like doing any policing and there's a lot of freedom in that. That's really beautiful. And um, then there are these problems where it's like, well, what do you do with these sort of people who are like serially inappropriately touching other people? Um, and, you know, something that you said is really interesting and, and can be looked at from a lot of different points of view, but like, um, well, first of all, in the article, in the New York Times article, it, it talked about, I think it was Rachel Brathen, and I'm sorry if I'm misquoting you, yoga girl, I really don't mean to, I don't have the article in front of me, but I think she or someone else in the article says that assisting isn't an inherent part of the practice and it's not, um, it's not necessary. I know a lot of good teachers who teach without any physical touch, but yeah. also know that I have so many students who come up to me and say, um, like, you're the first person who's touched me today. Or you're the first person who's touched me in a really long time. And that is really heartbreaking to me, but I'm so glad that I can provide some sort of human contact, you know, and right. um, But that was a tangent that I actually didn't really mean to go on. The thing about being right with yourself is that like the scary thing about that is that I think these people think they're doing the work and I think they think they're right with themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's just spiritual bypass though. For sure. I mean, you know that I know that I think a lot of people know that, but it's, it's a tricky lesson to say, and I think you're teaching the right thing for sure. But I think it's a tricky lesson to say, like, as long as you're right with yourself and you're in integrity, because a lot of people have like fucking, oh, we can cuss, right? No, totally. Okay. They have like, you know, wackadoo ideas about what integrity is or about what, being in alignment with yourself is. I mean, if you, I'll push back on that. You know, what I, what I mean by that is like, do the practice. 
like for real, do the practice, not the asana. That's like the smallest part, but do the practice. No, I know what you're saying. Follow, follow everything else that's in there. And when you're truly following that, like when you're doing all that, when you're like that tuned in, when you're that dialed in, all the rest of the noise just like goes away. You know what I mean? You know, when you're being honest, and when you're not half, these guys are not being honest, you know? I mean, there's women out there that do it too. You know, it's not just a single, single anybody out. No, I think I'm on the same page as you. I think, I mean, you know, you know, my practice, you know, how dedicated I am. You know, that for a long time, asana, I love, but has not been the driving force of my practice, like for years now. Um, Yeah. And, um, but that doesn't, and, and like, I'm just saying some people are so, out of it and out of themselves that they think they're doing the work, but they're not, you know what I mean? But I mean, that's also why we have like mentors and guy, like, you know, like people that have done this, you know, practice, you know, before that we trust. And I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's other ways to go about it. No. uh, Yeah. I mean, I think we're saying the same thing in different ways, which is like these people who are doing this should not be teaching in studios anymore. Yeah. And the discussion around assists needs to be based on like, what exactly are you doing and why exactly are you doing it? Whether that's for a physical reason or a subtle body reason or a support reason, like you have to know exactly why you're touching somebody, why right. you're touching them, where you're touching them. Right. I mean, also, you know, come on people like don't touch women's boobs don't touch someone's butt and don't put your hand on someone's crotch like you know how do we not know that <laughs> like why do we have to say this out loud this is so dumb. like we do need to say it out loud don't it's i, I know i know it's gotten to the point where we have to we have to say it it's gotten to the point where we have to say it out loud yeah. but man like come on people i just want to like, let you know that my breasts don't need an assist thank you i appreciate it. yeah yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyways, that wasn't what we planned on talking about. But I think well, segue. Know. I mean, it is a it's still really it's I think it's a really great topic, you know. Like, I mean, yeah, some people don't necessarily want to go there, but it's something that's happening and it's like out there and it's apparent. And I think it's a really good conversation to have. This is like Suzanne, this is one of the reasons why I love that you do a total cheap plug for you. I don't know when you're doing it again, but you're assisting weekend. You do a whole assisting weekend. I do. I'm doing it in, I mean, I'm not doing it again until June, but I'm doing like a, I think I can't remember if we've made it 50 hours this time, but yeah, I'm really passionate about teaching assists and, um, thank you for mentioning it. I'm a little more passionate about it, but it's totally fine. (laughs) Yoga is about competition. So let's go down that road. 100%. It's, it's who's going to get first place today. Yeah. I mean, the answer is me. Okay, I'm totally going to digress for a second. But me me and my friend, uh, Derek, we went to go take Heat's class at uh, the gym that he teaches at. And we were giggling, you know, as Susanna and I have practiced before, I'm not a very serious practitioner with my friends. I love to poke them. I love to put my feet on them. I love to just make them giggle and pretty much annoy them. Use them as sort of props. (laughs) It's really fun. Um, but Derek was sitting there and there's, you know, it was, it was a very like, you know, e- there's a lot of ego in the room per se. Yeah. And I looked at Derek when we were doing like chaturangas and I looked at Derek and I go, do the press, assert your dominance, Derek. <laughs> I know. 
always like, um, telling people when they're doing something really impressive. Always, right. I always say to them, I'm such an asshole. I am always like, you don't, you really don't have to show off. You can stop showing off now. And they're just like in their yeah. practice doing something beautiful, being mindful. And I'm like, we get it. You're really good. Susanna, you're really good at yoga. You know, you said that to me every time I've been on this podcast. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So back to the whole, um, um, back to the whole, uh, assisting thing that you do. What's, what are some of the, th- like, if you were to say, I don't want to say rules because I, I, I actually like just recently, like a, a reframe around that, like rules is like, a, it's like a set, which means that you're like teaching an absolute, right. Mm-hmm. But maybe principles, sure. like what are some important th- principles that you think, you know, teachers should have and also students should have, let's start with the teachers. Like what are like your top, I don't know, whatever, how many we get to five, 10, two, three, like what are your principles when you teach and facilitate this, but also in, in how you work with your mentees? Well, um, I, before we have a whole like morning before anyone puts their hands on anybody, um, where we go through all of the yamas and the niyamas and I talk about and ask them about like, how do you think, you know, ostensibly these are people who have done a 200 hour teacher training. And I kind of assume that they know what the yamas and the niyamas are, which that's a whole other podcast because that's a wrong assumption to make that everyone in a 200 hour knows what those are. Totally. Anyways, so I go over them in depth and I talk about how they're related to assisting um, and how we might violate them in giving certain assists or not even certain assists, but like how you might, like how does a stay show up, like non-stealing in someone's practice um, if you're giving them assists and, you know, you can take that out to a lot of different places. Like you can't do everything for them because then you're stealing their opportunity to learn on their own or like, you know, um, I don't know. There are other options, obviously like ahimsa, like you want to touch people with kindness. Um, so I go through all of that first before anybody has any other, any hands on anyone else. I make sure that they like really understand that and say like, you know, like Dharma Mitra says, no yamas, no yoga. Like if you, if you don't have a clear understanding of those 10 principles, um, I think like your life on the path in general is going to be harder, but like, I think they apply to assisting really, really well. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, the one thing that I really, really believe and, and it's not, um, based on anyone's, uh, gender. Um, but I always tell my mentees and I always tell my, you know, my assistants and people who train with me, like approach the person that you're going to assist as if you're the best mother in the whole world. Oh, I love that. Um, because to me, that means like sometime, you know, like Durga's fierce compassion, So sometimes the mom does something that like might knock like in, you know, the kid's ego down a couple notches, but it's ultimately really good for the kid. Likewise with a student, like I'll often go up to students and I'll take them out of some deep version of a posture they're doing. Cause I'm like, you you shouldn't be doing that, you know, like, um, or you're, or you can do this, but it's not an integrity. You're compromising here, here, and here. And people might, see that as 
you know, to me, that's fierce compassion. So that's one side of the mother. Um, and then the other side is like, but it's always loving. It's like, it's always compassion. It's always coming from a place of unconditional love. And that principle to me, like, I don't know how much I can teach that to somebody, but that's how I, what I always say to everyone who studies with me. And it's, um, how I always enter assists. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's one. What are your others? What do you mean? That's one. That's like, that's, that's okay. Yes. And what else? What else? Don't have, um, like, uh, don't separate your fingers. Basically don't have creepy hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you know what I mean. It puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't be, don't a, be creep. a creep with your hands. Don't be weird. Okay. One time, I don't remember saying this, but Haley Havelock, who's a teacher at Love Story, and she, I taught in the, the 200 hour when she did it. And I have everyone, when they, when I teach them assists, I, I make them stand behind me in a line and I close my eyes and I have everybody give me the assist and I give them a number like from one to 10. Mm. And it's like, if you're like, you know, seven, eight, like pretty good. You just need to clean it up a little bit. If you're like between one and six, one and five, it's like, you really don't understand the principles of this assist. Um, and I tell them like, this isn't cruel. It's, it's not mean. It's not personal. I don't even know who's going to be giving me this assist. It's just clear, concise feedback. Um, but one time she asked to do it again, some assist again on me. And I apparently told her, um, just don't be weird. (laughs) 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 It's not a helpful. She was like, it was so helpful. I was like, you're hilarious. That's not helpful at all, but I'll take it. Um, but, um, yeah. So I think the way that your hand, you place your hands is really important. Like when your fingers are separated away from each other, it feels more grabby. It feels more invasive, like not too much pressure in the tips of your fingers. Cause that feels like almost punishing in a certain way. You know, it feels super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, no petting. I'm not, I know some teachers are a fan of like the running your hands down someone's arm to like give them a sense of length. I'm not a fan of that. So that's just my own personal preference. Um, And then um, like making sure, I think, like I said before, like, you know exactly why you're giving an assist. If I said to you, why did you just give that assist? I want you to have an answer for me. You know what I mean? And sometimes the answer could be like, this person just looked like they needed like, a little like they needed a hand on the back of their heart in child's pose or something, you know, or like it could be like, um, I thought they needed more support or I was trying to square their sacrum or so it could be a whole host of things and not every, I'm not going to take every answer. Like some will be like, I don't think that's a good enough reason to do that. Um, But you better have a reason for me. If I ask you why you gave that a set. I, 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 I agree. It, well, anyway, yeah, I agree. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I mean, that's what, I, but I'm saying like, if it's a, if you have good reason, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. like, yeah. I mean, you, I, I like, I think you have to, you don't have to agree with me on anything, but I think you would agree with me. Like if you don't know why you're doing something, why are you doing it? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be intentional. About exactly. Which means like putting mm-hmm. thought into it and making sure I also tell people to like, especially with vinyasa assists, like up dog assists, Cobra assists, um, all that stuff. I always tell people to watch the student do a couple before they go in and give an assist. Um, Mm. so that they don't end up in a situation where like, especially upward facing dog, if someone's more open than, than the person expects, they're going to end up crunching their low back because they're going to be too close to them. Um, so I, I ask that people, if it's a new student you've never seen, like watch them practice for a minute before you just go in and put your hands on them. Um, like Martin Scott, I don't know if this is still the case. Um, but a few years ago when Union Yoga was open and, um, his old studio and I was teaching there, he said that the first time someone's in his class, like he'll help them if they're having a hard time, you know, if they're a newer student, he'll show them what to do and help them with alignment, but he won't give someone an assist until he's seen them practice more. Yeah. And, yeah. and I don't, I, you know, I'm not in agreement about like, I don't want, I don't feel like I need to watch someone for a whole class. Um, but do you just awkward, awkwardly stand there and just like, usually, hover? usually I pick one person and I stand at the top of their mat and watch them. And then eventually I start circling like a shark. Got um, it. cause I feel like that makes them feel protected Safe, yeah, right, safe. I don't think yeah, it makes yeah, them yeah. feel awkward at all. Like that in a room of 50 people, I'm just circling only their mat. Is that awkward? <laughs> I mean, no, I, 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 I actually have just envisioned it. I, I feel really yeah. good right now. Wouldn't you like that? I mean, you would like that. I'm also in a corner rocking side to side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice. Just her walking around me over and over and over. I want to flip this, uh, the script yeah. really quick. I think there are also some principles that we need to know and need to have an alignment as students as well. Okay. Like, I think that also, you know, being a student coming into the room, we also have to keep like, I mean, I have to do it when I go into my teacher's classes and whatnot, like being assisted by other people and also by my teachers that we have to keep our boundaries in check as well, or rather our principles in check as well. And some of the things that I really think about is like personal responsibility, mm-hmm. like, you know, being able to, um, one, really listen to where you're at and know when, you know, you don't need to push or when you don't need that extra help or when you don't need that extra assist because you might have, you know, an opportunity that, that, um, for strength that you didn't right. engage or something and, you know, or whatever it is. Does that yeah, make sense? That part I can get on board with. There's also this other, like, I always think about like, but I do want to just mention one thing about the personal responsibility. Um, yeah. and I know this isn't what you meant, but just to make it clear, the reason why all this happens is because there's a power dynamic. And so, I don't think the person is necessarily responsible for saying, I don't think it's on the person to say, Hey, don't touch me that way. Because I think sometimes if someone can say that, that's great. And I'm someone who totally would say that. And I think you're someone who would totally say that, but, yeah, but sure. 
you know, for some people who still really think like you just do what the teacher says, which is a lot of students, it's too uncomfortable. That power dynamic is far too uncomfortable for them to be able to voice their boundaries. Part of it, I think, is like by by and large, like leaps. And I don't like that part of personal responsibility is not what we're talking about. We're talking about like, know your limits. Don't let a teacher push you past your limits. 100 percent yeah yeah i always i mean i always think about like i think about injury you know i think about a lot of like the whole like you know yoga injured me yoga injured me yoga injured me and i'm like no no you did the yoga i know (laughs) you were were doing yoga (laughs) you didn't listen to you didn't listen to you and you got injured you know yoga doesn't hurt your low back yoga does not hurt your low back i mean it can hurt you skipping core work every time we do it and not listening to my alignment cues hurts your low back right 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 yeah 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 exactly and you trying to win first place right also probably did that as well right exactly (laughs) oh Susanna, i'm really glad we did this episode me too i feel like we should close it i feel like are we done i mean no we're totally not done oh okay great I was like, what an awkward ending. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, so the one thing I was, uh, so I, okay, so I ended up at, 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 um, um, at a personal responsibility. Yeah. And I also think too, like knowing, like you're going into, like checking just your, like every, you know, doing the practice, everyone, right? Like really, really tuning in and knowing when to say, I don't need to be assisted today. Yeah. Like just full on, like, you're in a bad mood and you're not going to receive something or, you know, whatever the case may be like being able to, you know, pick up the card or, you know, whatever, you know, your injuries flaring up or whatever, you know, just, I I don't need to be assisted today. I do not, I I do not need that. Like, I think we almost need to normalize being able to say no. Oh, we absolutely need to normalize it. And I think that all studios need to have chips, like no assist chips and make them really visible. And then it really is up to the student to take that, like students, if, if a studio has those things and you don't want to be assisted, please take it and put it somewhere visible. Yeah. Like not under a towel, not under a blanket, somewhere visible because, you know, those things, like if you don't want to be assisted, but you don't take one of those chips, we're not going to know you don't want to be assisted. So you might get an assist. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And also, I guess, you know, something, something else that I'll add to that is like, know in your own self, like to take a break when you need it. Yeah. Because one, we see that and we're like, okay, like they, you know, maybe they don't need support. Maybe they don't need these extra variations or whatever, but two, like you give the people around you that same permission. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes in class, um, when I'm practicing next to someone who's newer, um, or a little confused, I'll like take, I'll do exactly that. I'll like take child's pose just so that they see someone who's more experienced resting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I will take Shavasana 30 minutes into class and just stay there. Sometimes when the teacher says Shavasana, I just start doing press handstands. 
Back to press handstands. Here we are again. <laughs> Why do you, you notice my other shows are not like this, Susanna. You bring this out. You do this to me. You did this to me. You're welcome. I like you saying you did this to me right after we said take personal responsibility. No, that was for everyone else except for me. Oh, okay. I get it. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't apply for me. I totally did it to you. Yeah. You totally did it to me. Thank you. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. I think that like these shows should probably be sparse because you might lose whatever sponsorship you have. (laughs) I don't have any. It's fine. Oh, good. Okay, great. Perfect. (laughs) We're, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> Let's keep being inappropriate and funny to only us. Hmm. What other um? What other marks are we missing on this? On assisting? Yeah, I'm sure many, many. But I think the other thing that, like, I think all teachers should assist a teacher and someone who they want, they actually want to learn from because you're going to be in that room for so long, ideally with them over an extended period of time that you're bound to pick up some of their cues or, you know, just some of the ways they do things like that's how humans work. For sure. And so if you're going to assist, make sure it's with a teacher that you want to learn from. Yeah. Um, And then like I learned so much assisting for Stephanie for two years. Right. um, Because I got my hands on so many different bodies and I watched so many different bodies. And when you're assisting, you're not worrying about if you're just assisting for another teacher, you're not worrying about the heat, the music, all the other variables. You're only looking at bodies. And so really you just get such an education on how bodies move on what in what each body intuitively needs and wants. Right. Um, and I think touch is a very hard thing to teach. I don't, I'm still grappling with that. Like some people just don't have a nice touch, you know, I don't, and some people it comes really easily, but I think everybody can learn a more nuanced approach to bodies. If you, remember to be a student and assist for a teacher you like. Right. I think it's so important. Well, when you have that direct feedback too. Yeah. Right. And then you have a mentor relationship and then, you know, so you definitely want it to be with someone who like you respect and want to learn from and, you know, trust. So come to Susanna's 50 hour intensive. Yeah, so, you know, it's on the Love Story website. Actually, it's probably not already, but it will be. Oh, Susanna, thank you for coming on the show. I love you so, so much. And, and, it's uh, always a pleasure for the two of us and no one else. Yeah. We, I mean, hey, listen, if anyone is still listening, like just applause for you. You know, I think we've also said that on all of the episodes I've been on. At least we're consistent. But, totally. <laughs> consistent consistent practice over a long period of time we've got that down um yeah it's we're pretty this is yoga this is our yoga (laughs) until the next yogi misfit sessions this is danny and Susanna saying peace out bye